trending. Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California residents who haven't received their Golden State stimulus can expect to see checks for $600 to $1,100 arriving in the next several weeks. Now, this is thanks to California's $76 billion budget surplus that lawmakers approved, sending $600 checks to residents who earn less than $75,000 in 2020. Our state estimates roughly 9 million Californians are eligible for the stimulus checks. The next scheduled batch of stimulus checks is going to include about 400,000 direct deposit payments, and that's going to come out this Friday, and about 750,000 mail checks that will be sent out on November 1st. Here's the cool thing. Adults with dependents are eligible to receive an additional 500 bucks. California has already issued about 4.5 million payments, and this Friday, you might receive yours. All right. Well, it's not getting any easier at the pump as we approach the holidays. So I'm hoping that stimulus check will help you out. The average for the U.S. for a gallon of gas is currently at $3.44 with a 13 cent price hike over the last two weeks. Diesel also jumped 14 cents to an average of $3.59 per gallon. Now, I stopped at the pump um, last night and I think... It was like 4.59, and it shook me to my core. Yeah. Um, I decided that maybe I shouldn't drive so much. <laughs> um, just still working back for a little while, but a gallon of gas costs a dollar twenty-two more than it did this time last year, and it's especially hard here in California. That's wild. It cost me sixty-five dollars to fill up my tank, and I only have a twelve-gallon tank so yeah it's definitely surprising um what's really cool is carrie underwood just made country music history her duet with jason aldean uh if i didn't love you is number one on billboard's country airplay chart if i didn't love you i'd be good now carrie posted on instagram jason thank you for inviting me to be part of this song and thanks so much to our fans who have shown it so much. So here's the history. Carrie Underwood is the first female artist to have a number one on that chart in the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. It's also her 16th airplay number one, and that's the most by any female country artist. Reba is next with 11. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Number one film in America right now. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Only together can we stand a chance. So Dune was actually the top earner at the box office over the weekend, bringing in $4.1 million. And because of all this, Dune is actually officially getting a sequel. It was greenlit yesterday. Um, and apparently it'll hit theaters October 20th, 2023. Have you watched it yet, Tanner? I know it was on HBO Max. I wanted to watch it so bad last night. I just got home a little bit too late, but I am not joking. I am watching it tonight and I'm really excited because I heard such great things. So actually, my friend flew all the way in from Seattle to see the movie in IMAX with me in San Francisco. And I, I want to say it definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, but it made me so interested in the world of Dune that I kind of want to read the books now. 
yeah, it seems like a really good book. Sometimes when <laughs> you read a book after you watch a movie, it's not exactly what you expected it to be and vice versa. It's like one of the few times where a movie series has inspired me to read the book. I did this with Game of Thrones. I did this with The Witcher, where I'm like watching. I wish it were the other way around, like a book right. would inspire me to watch the movie, but it's never that way. So what's a movie uh, or maybe movie series that inspired you to read a book, Tanner. Have you heard of The Devil All the Time on yes. Netflix? Have you seen it? I've not seen it. You should definitely watch it. It was an, actually inspired by a book by Donald Ray Pollock. And basically what the story is, it's uh, a young man, which is Tom Holland in the movie. He is protecting his family and his loved ones while trying to fight corruption and a bunch of bad stuff in his kind of backwoods town in Ohio. And it's just a really good story. I don't want to give too much away, but it's called The Devil All the Time and it's on Netflix. So what's a movie or movie series that inspired you to read the book? We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. And here's what you said. Julie from Roner Park said Pride and Prejudice. I watched the movie uh, with Matthew Mc. Hayden, McFadden, excuse me, first, and then decided it was about time I read the book. Yeah, Karen Hutley was great in that movie. Um, and I haven't read the Pride and Prejudice book yet. It's like an all-time classic, so I'm with you on that, Julie. Mark from Petaluma says The Gar the Godfather, one of the best movies all time, so I decided to read the book. He said it's rich with symbolism and history. I didn't even know it was also a book. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Emily from Santa Rosa said The Princess Bride is my favorite movie. I figured uh, I wasn't a true fan until I read the book, and the film is only a fraction of the ingenious storytelling you'll find in the book pages. All right, so share with us what's a movie or maybe movie series that inspired you to read the book. Give us a call, 636-1467. Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9. When did you ignore the instructions? So I came across this meme yesterday. It's a picture of a cup of noodles, you know, the ramen in a styrofoam cup. And there's a warning label that says, do not microwave. And there's a giant microwave on it with a big X on the cover. And I checked when I got home because I don't trust the internet. And yeah, the sign was there to never microwave cup of noodles. And that blows my mind because I've been doing it my entire life. Really? Yeah. I've always put hot water or boiled it in hot water. I feel really embarrassed to admit I didn't know that's what you were supposed to do. I don't know. Has anything bad happened when you microwaved it? Never. I've lived on cup of noodles for a long time, and that's always how I've done it. Maybe it's because of the chemicals in the styrofoam or something. or Yeah. It, I, it, so it doesn't melt or anything? I feel like maybe I should go talk to my doctor. Because <laughs> now I'm super worried that, you know, I've been ingesting a bunch of bad stuff. But a lot of people on the internet were also shocked by the fact that you are not supposed to microwave cup of noodles. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just how I was taught to do it. Mm -hmm. Not that I ever read the instructions. Yeah. So you make a good point. So Janelle from Santa Rosa is trying to talk some sense into me. She said, the few times we've had it, I've always poured hot water in like you, Amber. She continued to say, I didn't know it would even hold up in the microwave. Surprisingly, it does. Maybe I undercook it, and that's the problem. But I've never had it melt on me. I've never had those issues before. But now I'm going to always do it the amber way and the way you're supposed to do it. <laughs> All right. We want to hear from you. When did you ignore instructions? Valerie from Petluma is about to join the show. She thinks she didn't need instructions building a swing set. 
I started reading the instructions, and I'm like, I, n- no, I don't under, no, this, this can't be right. I'll just look at the pictures. Right. I ended up with so many unused parts. And I'm like, uh, okay, maybe they're extra parts, but I don't know where this goes. So when we went to go test it before my son got on it and played on it, it was a swing set. Yeah, it fell apart on me <laughs> and went sideways. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. When it comes to instructions, do you follow them? Bringing this up because earlier on the show, we were talking about how I discovered that you are not supposed to microwave cup of noodles. Saw a picture on the internet that says, no, you are not supposed to do that. And I didn't follow those instructions my entire life simply because I didn't know. You know what? It happens. I think we just do (laughs) things the way that we're taught. And, you know, we just trust that. We trust our parents. We trust our siblings and just go for it. And Amber, you told me the actual way we're supposed to cook cup of noodles. Yeah, I think you put boiling water in the cup. <laughs> I feel so silly. But what's the difference, really, if you really? think about it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we want to hear from you right now. When did you not follow the instructions? 6361-HOP. Hi, this is Lori Spagoni from Petaluma. I'm calling about not following the instructions. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? Uh, I wanted to teach myself how to smoke meat, and so I kind of did it my way, and... I saw the smoke coming out. I left it. I went about my chores. And the next time I looked, which was about two or three hours later, the thermometer gauge had actually melted off the front of my barbecue. And my ribs that were in the smoker were just charred. I'm too intimidated. I have one now that I, I... I do follow the directions. Yeah. I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> Good. Hey, you guys, it's Mike the truck driver from Kelsey Bell. We don't need no instructions. We don't need no stinky instructions. <laughs> not everything, not everything comes with a set of instructions. Sorry about that. Not everything comes with a set of instructions. A lot of things are given. I mean, yeah, I've done it both ways, Tanner. Uh, uh, you know, I've done it in the microwave. And- I'm talking about the cup of soup, too, okay? Yeah. I don't want you to get mistaken here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad yeah. someone else has done it. Yeah, I mean, I've done it both ways. Uh, it, sometimes it just takes longer to boil the water than it does to throw it in the microwave for three minutes to get the water hot that you pour in it, you know? Easy does it. Yeah, yeah exactly. A good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. According to some recent research from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center, enrollment at U.S. colleges and universities is on track to fall by another nearly 500,000 undergraduate students this fall. Continuing the historic drops that began with the start of the pandemic. This is according to new data that came out Tuesday. So basically, there's a decline of undergraduate enrollment following this first fall of the pandemic. So probably the most important point that I'd like to make is that it is insanely expensive to go to college. That's why I think this is the main reason this is happening. The average citizen cannot afford it, cannot afford to go to college. And if you can't afford it, you go into debt because you're taking out loans and things like that. Now, 
this is especially a car or house size loan for higher education. And, you know, I want to say that I'm so happy I went to college. I highly recommend it. It made me a better person. But I think people are starting to realize that they don't exactly need a college degree to survive in this world. Suffice it to say, if we make college more affordable and accessible, the fallout won't decline anymore. I think if we don't do it, the fallout will be a further decline for employment in the fields that do require a degree, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, think about it. People got laid off and ended up jobless during this pandemic. And also during the pandemic, the college experience was taken away from so many. You can't physically go on the campus. You couldn't stay in the dorms. You couldn't meet new people. You couldn't join clubs. And add all of that to rising tuition, these impossible loans, lack of support, employers devaluing college degrees by requiring, you know, a master's or higher, and then only paying like $10 an hour. I mean, there's no wonder people think college is a scam. Uh, Sophie from Rona Park says, we're not doing well right now mentally or emotionally. I was a student in the pandemic last year, and now I'm back at school, and I've strangely hit more low points and panic attacks than I ever did behind the screen. It's just been really hard. So please don't be judgmental toward us college students right now. Anita from Petaluma says, when we realize that higher education is not just or even primarily for the young, it's actually a part of a lifelong learning to be done through your life. We will all be a lot smarter and truly more educated. David from Santa Rosa says, maybe people are beginning to acknowledge that not everyone needs to get a college degree. Now to make employers realize that not every job really requires a degree, just as a point of elimination in an application pool. So why do you think college enrollment is declining? Do you think it's because of the pandemic? Or are you with me on the fact that college is just too expensive? Maybe it's both. Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanneries headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record is 58 and 58 on the year. And Amber has an opportunity to get a positive score. I have an opportunity. Whether or not I'll do it, we'll find out. <laughs> Here's headline number one. Jello shots outlawed in West Virginia. Headline number two, man avoided doctor for 56 years, claims he is healthy as a horse. And headline number three, man waves down officer just to slap him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, really could be any of these. Um... Maybe it's a man waves down officers just to slap him in the face. For the first time in 2021. Amber, that <laughs> is absolutely correct, and you have a positive record. That's exciting. That one just made me laugh for some reason. <laughs> I'm not saying anyone should do this. It's ridiculous that someone did. Well, here is the story. This is bizarre. A Monroe, Louisiana police officer said he was driving through when Troy Davis waved him down. The officer wrote that Davis approached his driver's side window and said, what's up, man? And then slapped the cop right in the face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Why? Davis was promptly arrested, booked on a felony charge, a battery of a police officer. It's rude. Incredibly rude. It was never even explained in the article that I found why this happened, but that's messed up. Maybe it was a squid game situation. Possibly. You do this, you die. <laughs> 
Headline in a haystack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. So I saw a friend post this on Facebook. I actually thought a lot of the comments underneath it were pretty interesting, so I thought I'd share it. Uh, name a topic you could speak on for 30 minutes without any preparation. We actually posted the same thing on our Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. And here is what a lot of you said. Valerie from Mount Shasta said the worth and benefits of self-care. That's cool that she could talk about that for so long. I couldn't. Maybe I need to <laughs> just sit and listen to her while yeah. she talks about it for 30 minutes. Uh, Chris from Santa Rosa says in these days, it would be customer service. And Tiffany from Pengrove said wine. I can imagine a lot of people here in Sonoma County could talk about wine for 30 minutes. Well, I imagine that I could sit and listen to someone talk about wine for 30 minutes, but I could just sit and drink wine for 30 minutes yeah, ooh. as well. That sounds nice. <laughs> I might do that today. <laughs> All right, Tanner, uh, what's a topic you could speak on for 30 minutes without any preparation? This is going to sound a little bit nerdy, but I could talk about computers and how technology has changed in the past 20 years for at least 30 minutes. I could probably go for an hour. Okay, go. Uh, for just an kidding. hour? <laughs> That's the rest of the show. Tech Talk with Tanner. I just wa- <laughs> I just walk out. I'm just yeah. like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> You're like, what is rendering? I, I don't care about this. Yeah, I, I have had rants about computers and stuff like that and people, cool. are, people are like, oh gosh. Well, you're just going to have to find like-minded people that will also talk to you about it for 30 minutes and listen. Yeah, who else is a nerd? Hit us up on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What about you? Uh, for me, I think I could probably talk about the paranormal and ghost stories and like things like that. Maybe some true crime stuff. Basically, yeah. anything that I'm into, I could talk about for 30 minutes. But specifically that, I could talk about ghosts and monsters and things that probably aren't real. So there's yeah. no benefit to it for it, anyone, but I could do it. It really made me laugh. I think this was last week. A coworker came into our office and both of us had our headphones in. And uh, the coworker said, what are you guys listening to? And we were both listening to, like, crime and death podcasts. <laughs> yeah, mine was called That Spooky. So, I, you know, it was really funny. I was like, maybe something's wrong with this. <laughs> all the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're calling Chris from Healdsburg. Chris has some horses, and Barry Martindale is going to say that some people that are driving by are a little concerned about them. Hello? Hi, is this Chris? Uh, yeah, it's Chris. Chris, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm calling you about your house in Healdsburg. I understand you have some horses in front of your home. Yeah, I do. What's this about? Well, I've received uh, quite a few calls about f- from concerned citizens about your horses. The citizens, to basically give you a broad scope, they told me that your horses don't look very happy. You don't. People called and said my horses don't look happy. That's what you're saying? Yeah. One concerned citizen came to your fence and tried to talk to your horse, and your horses rolled their eyes at them. Okay. Well, first of all, I mean, you don't, you you clearly don't even know the first thing about horses. I mean, that that's not even something horses horses can do. Well, the thing is here is that your horse has an attitude problem, and it needs to be addressed. 
All right, man. I, I, I don't know who you are, but the, I mean, my my horses have no problems. I take great care of my horses, and I don't know who the, who these people are, but but they don't know what they're talking about. Your horses also seem to be exhaling a lot, um, and they seem to be just annoyed and unhappy around your presence because one another concerned citizen came up to them, and the horse went. You, you know what, man? You're 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 starting to get on my last nerve here. I, I there's no problem with my horses. I've had horses for thirty years. I, there's nothing wrong with them. I take great care of them, and and uh, you know I, I hope we're not about to have a problem here between you and me. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy Night Two Point Nine's Neighbor Dispute. Oh man, man! Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Today's Country Froggy 92.9. It's Amber and Tanner in the morning. And we're so excited because joining us in studio, Sebastopol's police chief, Kevin Kilgore, is joining the show in person today. Good morning. Today. Thank you. Well, it looks like your hair is very bright pink today. It is. It is. <laughs> and for those who don't know why your hair is pink, can you please explain? I challenge the department to raise funds for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If we reached the goal of $2,500 in the month of October. I committed to dyeing my hair pink for the remainder of the month. So we reached that goal on October 12th that morning. I had my hair dyed pink that evening. I just got the refresh yesterday. (laughs) It looks good. So it is now still bright pink for the remainder of the month. And uh, (laughs) we have done a great job in raising funds for the North Bay Cancer Alliance. And people can still donate, that's correct. Yes, absolutely. They can donate to our Venmo account, which you can uh, see on our Facebook page or Instagram page. You can also donate at the station. There is a uh, donation box that's at the station as well, and we're accepting funds all the way through the end of the month. Well, you look great. Thank you. It's a good look you, for you. you pull it's it been off. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Not it hides people, my gray hair. <laughs> not a lot of people can pull it off, but I think this might be your new permanent look. Well, this is the first time that this has ever been done with my hair. I've never colored my hair, and it has been so much fun. Also, we want to give a shout out to Ricardo Mesa, the general manager for Great Clips in Sonoma County who did Chief Kilgore's wonderful pink hair. This weekend is Halloween weekend. We yes. have Halloween on Sunday. As someone who is the chief of police for Sebastopol, what is something we should consider and think about as Halloween is approaching regarding safety? You know, make sure that you're always watching out for your surroundings, uh, whether you're out walking on the street with kids or families or anything like that, and also while you're driving, making sure that you're being very, very cautious, slowing down, especially now that we have the stuff that's falling from the sky that nobody else is used to, we don't really see a whole lot of here. And so slowing down, making sure that we're uh, being safe while we're driving and then being uh, cognizant of surroundings as well. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Halloween, we're doing something really fun with the Santa Rosa Metro Chamber and Third Street L Works in downtown Santa Rosa. Uh, We're hosting a costume contest, and I heard that... uh, you're going to be a judge. I am super excited <laughs> to be a judge. I'll be in my own costume of oh. the, my uniform. Uh, oh, so you're going as a police. I'm going to go as a police chief <laughs> Yeah, with pink hair. Well, what defines a great Halloween costume? What can people expect from you as a judge? I think originality, details, and just having fun. Maybe someone's going to dye their hair pink. Maybe. That <laughs> would be someone's awesome. Someone's going to come as him. Yeah. As Kevin. That can, would all be awesome. Can someone please go as the basketball's police chief, Kevin Kilgore? Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to find out about the costume contest, you can go to froggy929.com. But we really appreciate your time and you coming and joining us in studio this morning. Thanks so much to both of you. Thank you for your continued support. And I'll look forward to seeing you on Friday evening at the Halloween contest.
Happy Halloween! Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. I entered a Y2K giveaway on Instagram yesterday. Basically what that means is like you get things from the early 2000s in this giveaway. And one of the things that was included was an inflatable chair, like one of those translucent ones that are like neon pink or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tanner? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Those are cool. They were so cool in my whole childhood. I desperately wanted one of these inflatable chairs (laughs) and I never got one. I hope I win. I don't know what I'm going to do with this neon pink inflatable chair, but I hope I win it. I'm crossing my fingers for you. (laughs) So it just makes me want to ask, Tanner, what is something uh, you wanted maybe during your childhood and you never got it? It's so funny you bring this up because yesterday I was at Party City on Santa Rosa Avenue and I saw a kid's Darth Vader costume and every single year I wanted to be Darth Vader. And every single year my mom told me, no, you're not going to be Darth Vader. You didn't give off Darth Vader vibes, maybe. Apparently, I'm not someone that's supposed to be on the dark side of the force. <laughs> you, you could do it this year. Maybe. Uh, Mom's not here to tell you what to do. <laughs> she FaceTimes me. No. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, getting some great comments right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Randy from Windsor said, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Just turned 60. My youngest daughter got it for me for Christmas last year. That's Yay! cool. Yeah. <laughs> Glad that could happen for you, Randy. Tara from Rona Park says, when I was eight, I asked for a Super Nintendo or and a Barbie Jeep for Christmas. I got neither. It's been almost 27 years, and I still give my parents heck about it. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny from Santa Rosa said an easy bake oven. Says, yes, I'm a dude. I ended up studying to be a pastry chef. You know, that easy bake oven could have come in handy. Yeah. When I see that. Uh, well, we want to get you on the phone. Uh, what is something from your childhood that you wanted but you never got? 636-1467. I am Christina in Santa Rosa. Uh, the one thing I wanted from childhood that I couldn't get, it's not my parents' fault, I always wanted a sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got stuck with a little brother and lucky, lucky guy when he grew up and got married. He had two daughters, and oh. I don't think they're going to try again. So um, it, what goes around comes around, I guess. Hey, I'm Lindsay, and I'm calling from Santa Rosa. When I was little, I always wanted one of those four-wheel Barbie cars and never got one. Oh, my God. Gosh, those were so cool. Tanner, did you have a motorized car? <laughs> I didn't have one. But <laughs> I had the pink Barbie Jeep, but it was a hand-me-down. Oh, my daughter ended up getting one when she was little. It was a hand-me-down, too, from her cousin. I was really jealous. Now, Aww. don't lie. You you hopped in when she wasn't looking, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was I would have fit, but I don't think it would have worked. I didn't want to break it for her. You're like driving down the cul-de-sac with a glass of wine in the Barbie Jeep. (laughs) Right, right. That would have been great. (laughs) All the things all morning. Oh, literally. Makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Halloween is this Sunday, and it raises the question, should there be an age limit on trick-or-treating. Getting a lot of great responses on Amber and Tanner in the morning, our Facebook page. Jennifer from Nevada says, I don't think so. If no one is being hurt by it, why not let everyone else have some fun? After the two years we've had, everyone deserves a little more fun. Tammy from Santa Rosa said, if the kid has facial hair, he's not a kid anymore. No more (laughs) trick-or-treating. 
<laughs> I like when Megan from Santa Rosa says, she says, no, you do you, Tanner. <laughs> She's just assuming you're asking this because you want to go trick-or-treating. Just want to clarify, I don't want to go trick-or-treating. Sure. Sure. Um, well, I do fall in the lines of what Tammy said. No facial hair. <laughs> I guess that works. That means I can go, apparently, to her. <laughs> I'm looking at facial hair right now. A little you can't bit. go. Okay, okay. But a new survey asked people what age when kids become too old to go trick-or-treating. And 12 was the most popular age with 12% of the vote, followed by 13, 14, 15, and 16. And so that's what it says. And 5% of people thought that kids that were 10 years old is too old, which that's a little too much for me. Yeah, I would say like if you can drive... Maybe don't go trick or treating, <laughs> but I think it's also to. I think it's important to remember that many children with special needs are developmentally much younger than they appear, and not all those developmental differences are visible. Mm-hmm. So I think we should be careful about those things and have an open heart and yeah. an open door when it comes to trick or treating. I love that. Just trust that the parents are all making the right decisions when it comes to taking their kids out on Halloween night. Right. You don't want to be that type of person when a kid knocks on your door. You say, aren't you too old to be trick or treating? Because in my opinion, just give the person a piece of candy. No matter how old they are, you don't have to be rude about it. I had a cutoff when I was young for trick or treating. Did you really? I was 12. After you're 12, you are done trick or treating. And honestly... I could have gone trick-or-treating another couple of years. I think so, yeah. I I was a late bloomer. I could have got away (laughs) with it. (laughs) And the thing is, is that I wanted to keep going trick-or-treating. Oh, poor Tanner. And so if I ever have kids in my lifetime, I'm going to say, you can go until you don't want to go anymore. Okay. Okay. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So my friend was visiting over the weekend and... We were walking around downtown Santa Rosa and he asked me about the Barnes and Noble because there's like, you know, a big tower basically that's lit up when you walk down there. And I was like, that's actually a Barnes and Noble. He was like, what? And I was like, well, it it wasn't always a Barnes and Noble, which is why it looks so fantastical. It used to be this like beloved store that everyone here talks about called Rosenberg's. Do you remember people calling in and yeah. telling us about Rosenbergs? Everyone was like, I miss Rosenbergs. <laughs> and, you know, Rosenbergs is just one of the many amazing things that you and I, Tanner, have missed out on here in Sonoma County. Because um, we didn't grow up here, and I'm sad that we didn't. But um, what's something that other people that other people called in and said that we really missed out on here in Sonoma County. Can you think of something else? I absolutely can. I, I Nobody said the name of the park specifically, but there was a used to be a park in Sebastopol that used to be the best park ever. A lot of people calling in said they would spend like all day during the weekends hanging out at this one park and nobody explained why it got shut down. But if anyone knows the name of the park or why it got shut down, please give us a call and let us know. I know. I'm trying to Google it and I, and I can't find anything yeah it's a tale and a lore of sonoma county's past oh my god i like the candy clam yeah tano you always oh, yeah. talk about well what did what do we miss here or what do you miss here in sonoma county tell us about it right now facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning marcia from petaluma said i miss the petaluma river festival the boat races the live music and there was always special fun for the kids dan from hillsburg says 
Windsor Waterworks, which I'm not surprised. Uh, he said it was a great relief to go to that water park on a hot summer day. And Kayla from Santa Rosa said, My family really misses the holiday shows at Snoopy's Home Ice. The Snoopy on Ice Christmas show was an amazing experience. I cannot imagine. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun seeing Snoopy, like, you know, skate around with a yeah. Christmas tree or whatever. I, I never got to see it, but I assume that's what happened. You have the football Snoopy's trick ice. on ice people, uh, like, going to kick it and someone throws it away. Oh, that sounds dangerous. But, um, <laughs> hey, what else did we miss here in Sonoma County? Call us right now and share that with us. 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.